You're listening to The Angry Mason, building a hot shit podcast brick by brick. I'm your hot shit host, Angry Mason Ryan, and here's my podcast partner, Angry Mason Dan. Ryan, I don't even have to ask. I don't see anyone worked up in a lather. It is not time for the origin story, is it? Sadly, no, Dan. Not yet, but... I have a feeling it's coming soon. Wait, there has to be a better way to say that. Phrasing, Ryan, phrasing. All right, well. So, Ryan, uh, how's your week going? What's new in your life? Well, Dan, uh, earlier this week in the building in which I work, someone, well, we have an elevator there. And for some reason, the fourth floor has a restroom, a family restroom that is open for the public. I don't know why there's no restaurant in that building. No one's selling food. They're not legally obligated to have a public restroom, but they have it. Okay. Now you actually have to walk past a a Burger King, uh, another restaurant just to get to our building. Right. But evidently there is this, these homeless people who I guess want to shit in luxury. So, (laughs) Is it like a palace in there? Is it like gold faucets? Like what's going on? You know, it's actually pretty nice. It's uh, marble tiled and uh, has a nice, oh. uh, yeah, spacious, a lot of space. Good place to, good place uh, to do business. Yeah, you, you know, a lot of room for activities. But uh, and I'm not saying that it's a homeless person who did it, but someone went into the elevator to get up to the fourth floor, I imagine, and just took an adult human sized shit all in the elevator, <laughs> like just oh shit. I don't know if they shit themselves or if it was intentional or accidental, but there it was. And uh, yeah, the elevator just happens to be right by our office and my desk is right by the front door. So <laughs> guess we took an early lunch that day. Oh, uh, I took the stairs gosh. down, by the way. I was going to say, I think that might have ruined your appetite on the way out. <laughs> uh, I don't fuck with no doo-doo. That's gross, Ryan. That's gross. So, I, how long did it take to get cleaned up? Uh, the guy got there about an hour after we called it in. And uh, yeah, he got it cleaned up not too long after. And when he was done, it looked like no one had shit in there for weeks. So, <laughs> well, you know what? If you're ever feeling bad about your job, you, at least you aren't the guy they call to come clean up the shit pile. Exactly. I uh, consider myself fortunate. That's good. Good for you, Ryan. Yeah. So anything new with you there, Dan? Well, actually, Ryan, uh, I just got a big promotion at work. Oh, how damn. It's kind of exciting. Nice. Yeah. So everyone uh, everyone knows I'm in the movie business, and uh, I'm now working for the big corporate office. So I'm that guy that uh, GMs don't want to see come in their building that's going to be checking them out. And uh, I don't want to brag or anything, Ryan, but I got a nice little raise. We're talking new graphics card money here. RTX 2700, just through the door. <laughs> Damn. Yep. Nice. Yep. Well, you know, it's the little nerd things in life that make us happy, Ryan. Yeah, I mean, it couldn't be your wife or your health or, you know, anything trivial oh. like that. <laughs> nah, forget that. Uh, so, uh, you know what? Let's just go ahead and jump into our first segment. It's Wacky News, and this time, it's got a little international flavor. So 
So Ryan, uh, you know, when we were kids, obviously we had to take the bus to school, that sort of stuff. Do you have a lot of experience with taking the bus as an adult? A little too much. I kind of used it when I was in Gainesville trying to get around places. And uh, yeah, I was without a car for a little while living down here. And uh, that was the opposite of fun. It is. It is. Well, one thing, you, a lot of unexpected things happened to you on a bus. But one thing you probably wouldn't expect is a monkey to be driving the bus. And that's exactly what happened in India. Uh, it turns out uh, a passenger got on the bus, had a pet monkey. The monkey refused to sit down anywhere except un- up front with the driver. And for whatever reason, the driver decided to allow the monkey to drive. So uh, he kept operating the pedals and the gears. But for 10 minutes, that monkey drove him all around town. You know, you don't let the monkey drive no matter how much he screeches. Bad things are going to happen. It's true. Yeah, everybody knows that rule. It seems like it's common sense. But uh, this isn't India, so uh, I don't know how uh, their culture is there or how monkeys are regarded as pets. But uh, apparently they do not approve of them driving because this uh, bus driver has been taken off duty for allowing that monkey to sit at the steering wheel and handle it. That is adorably irresponsible. Uh, There's some video of it. Uh, It went kind of viral. People in India have had all kinds of reactions about it from everything from utter disregard to public safety to uh, OMG, so cute. One Indian said uh, in the USA, they would tase it to death or something. Uh, (laughs) Oh, it's funny because it's true. It is. It's kind of sad to see how the rest of the world sees us nowadays. Uh, But not even monkeys, bus driving monkeys seem to be safe. But to be fair, there was that one chimp who literally ate that woman's face off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 true. So you got to be careful about those guys. Uh, they are not great for pets. And Apparently in India, you, it's okay. Yeah, and that's why you don't let your chimpanzee smoke flaca. Right, right. Yeah, and if Mr. Harris is out there somewhere, Mr. Harris, stop smoking that flaca. All right. So, uh, you know, let's move on. Uh, here's one from you, for you, Ryan. I hope you didn't just eat recently because this might turn your stomach just a little bit. How so? Well, a 23-year-old woman uh, from Mexico is uh, heavily into body modification. She's got uh, all kinds of stuff, including uh, piercings on her spine and a uh, forked split tongue. And apparently she decided it would be a cool idea to remove her belly button because uh, she thought it would dehumanize herself in a symbolic way. Oh, Jesus. God, Francis. What is that crazy bitch doing? (laughs) Well, it gets worse, Ryan. Not only did she have her belly button removed, she had the doctors put it in a bag and she gave it as a gift to her boyfriend. I hope he kept the receipt. (laughs) Well, there is a photo of it. We'll have a link of it on uh, our Facebook page so everyone can check out uh, the uh, exciting photos of someone's severed belly button. But uh, it's pretty goddamn gross uh, and it has to make you wonder... Uh, Is this woman in need of serious psychiatric help? I mean, if that is love, I don't mind going the rest of my life single as fuck. (laughs) You know what? I love my wife very much, but there is no chance of me uh, having my belly button cut off and given to her. I'm pretty sure that would not go over so well on Valentine's Day. What about like one ball? Not both of them. Just (laughs) just one. Just like one and I could get like a like a nudicle or whatever it is and, and put that in there. Yeah. I don't think that's a good idea. I'm just going to draw the line at body parts in general. Okay. Because I know a lot of guys who, you know, their wives keep both their balls in their purse. So, hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah, I know a couple of those, but we won't, 
we won't mention any names, but well, that story came from Mexico uh, and they're always sending us their finest people. So uh, apparently they'll probably send us this belly button remover too. But this next one comes from England, Ryan. Uh, So this one's from Franklin Township in England. And uh, apparently there's a bit of a mystery there, Ryan. A mystery? Like for the Scooby-Doo gang? (laughs) Uh, Maybe. Uh, What it is is someone has been dumping bags of dirty diapers at township intersections for the past year. Oh, that's the Brits. Always classy. They are. They are. Yeah. So uh, this guy has just been randomly placing huge bags of soiled diapers in the middle of intersections all around town in random places and nobody could catch them. So what do you think inspires somebody to do this? I have no idea. Maybe just uh, maybe he hates his neighbors and wants to see him horrified. I don't know. You would think it would be some sort of political statement, perhaps, or something like that. Well, uh, they caught the guy, Ryan. Uh, It turns out one smart cop found a pattern in where they were being dropped, and he staked out an intersection, and he saw a truck pull up and drop these diapers. So then he pulled him over, and the guy finally admitted it. And when asked why he would do this, his only answer was he thought it would be funny. You know, despite my earlier fecal... Uh, harrowing experience mm. earlier this week. That is kind yeah. of funny. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's kind of a theme for you this week, Ryan, but it's not that funny because actually on June 24th, there's a motorcycle accident uh, which was blamed on the slippery bag of diapers. Uh, the motorcycle was totaled. The driver had some minor injuries. This guy could have gotten somebody killed with his big old piles of shit. <laughs> you know what? Somehow that's even funnier to me. <laughs> I should have known it would have been. I should have known it. I mean, I guess you could put that on someone's tombstone, killed by a giant uh, bag of dirty diapers, but uh, that's well, the, a hell of a way to go. Well, the motor- motorcycle rider's injuries were, were not severe until he got right. the fecal matter in there and caused horrible, <laughs> horrible infection. Yeah, I got to I gotta imagine there was some serious wound cleaning going on there and uh, probably a whole lot of antibiotics dispensed. But uh, uh, they caught the mad dumper. Everything is safe now. The public can drive in peace without having to worry about big old piles of poo. Good on you, uh, Tories. Or no. Yeah. The constable. Constables. Yeah. Good constables. Job. They're not armed anyway. So, uh, right. Isn't that right in England? They're not armed. I mean, they have arms. I mean, not I all mean I'm talking about guns, Ryan. I'm talking oh, about guns. Yeah. No, they beat people with sticks over there, which is. No, oh, well, that's more humane. Yeah. That seems right. Okay. Well, all right. Well, uh, let's bring it back home to South Carolina. Uh, probably comes into second place to Florida for having uh, the most insane population. I'm just going to put that out there. I have no evidence to back that up, but yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, I feel like it is. Uh, I'm going to go and make it a fact. So uh, police in South Carolina say a naked woman tried to bite off a man's genitals and then rushed on all fours at responding officers who shocked her with a stun gun. I'm sorry. What was that again? (laughs) (laughs) Well, the reports say that a man called police for help, uh, telling them that a woman tried to bite off his penis during sex with him and another man. Uh, It turns out officers arrived. The woman was still on the ground in blood on all fours. And when they arrived and tried to subdue her, she charged them on all fours. Turned out she was high on heroin and meth. (laughs) I heard that's how Belushi went out. 
Not the dick biting oh. thing, but the the heroin and meth. But goddamn, <laughs> that's see that's what happens when you play that Kavanaugh game of uh, Devil's uh, Triangle. Oh, see Ryan, we already talked about that. No politics. Oh my bad, my bad. That one's on me. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know what? Enough about dick biter. Let's move on to something a little more positive. Football. Ryan, not the best weekend for the Florida Gators. No, no, it wasn't. They kind of played like they had a carbon monoxide leak in their locker room. Maybe that was Georgia's plan all along, but it was on a neutral field, right? Yeah, well, I mean, it's where the Jaguars play, and they've kind of been playing like they have been succumbing to carbon monoxide poisoning for weeks now, so it might be something oh, to that. They might have opened up Blake Bortles' locker. That's what happened. Oh, um, yeah, kind so of let a, all the stuck out. <laughs> it was a real tough loss for our beloved Florida Gators. But I have to say, Ryan, that despite their bad loss to Georgia, I still think they're having a positive year. There's something good to take out of it. Oh, absolutely. I believe they, they have uh, exceeded expectations. You know, I'm still all for uh, Coach Mullen. Felipe Franks, I don't know if he's really going to be the quarterback of the future. He was showing improvement, but kind of took a big step back last week. So I just don't know. I mean, you got to think Mullen's in there. He's working with a bunch of players that he did not recruit. Like They're not the players that he wants that fits his scheme. And yet he's still been able to pull out some pretty good results. Unfortunately, Georgia just overwhelmed them a little bit. I think we're going to keep seeing continual improvement year after year. At least that's what I'm hoping. Fingers crossed. Yeah, you can't lose the turnover battle and expect to win against a team like Georgia. It's just not going to happen. Nope, nope. So whether they keep Felipe Franks or maybe find someone a little more suited, a little more Tim Tebow-like there for Mullen, uh, I guess we'll have to wait and see. But speaking of quarterbacks who maybe need to be replaced, Miami Dolphins and Ryan Tannehill, he's still on the mend, Ryan. Yeah, I heard he's throwing uh, this week, but uh, still haven't decided if Brocktober is going to turn into Brockvember. Oh, geez, that is not a thing, Ryan. No, it doesn't even sound right. God damn it. <laughs> no. Well, to say that Brocktober was a little up and a little down uh, would be a bit of an understatement. I mean, what would you give him as a grade? I think he's one and two as a starter. Uh, I would give him a C minus. Yeah, I think I'd give him a D plus. Uh, I think that's about where he goes. He had one game where he was okay and didn't lose the game. Uh, and then he had a couple other games where he looked like the Texans quarterback from last year. So uh, I can't wait to get Ryan Tannehill back. And I know wait, a lot what? of... I, I know funny. it's... That, that makes I know sense. A lot of Dolphins fans would probably punch me in the face for saying that, but I think Tannehill is at least consistent week from week uh, and gives the Dolphins a good chance to win despite that game against uh, Cincinnati where he couldn't hit the ground. The only thing consistent about Tannehill is him being injured the last three years. That's about it. Well, you know, they had that weird thing where he had that knee injury and they decided not to do surgery and instead they would do rehab. And obviously that was a huge mistake because he made it to the training camp, uh, jogged toward the sideline, 
fell in pain and then lost an entire season. Yep, I recall that. Hmm. Well, and this time they decided not to do surgery on the shoulder, said they're going to rehab it. Do you think that'll be any better this time than what they had with that knee? Uh, I think Tannehill is going to be an albatross around the Dolphins' neck for years to come just because there's no way to really get rid of him. I mean, you can't really trade him to anyone. Who who would want him at this point? And then yeah. being a mediocre team, which we're literally at 4-4, four and four, a 500 team, we're not going to get a star running uh, star quarterback out of college. So, yeah. Isn't that always the case, Ryan? The Dolphins have been stuck in mediocrity for two decades, really, at this point, where every year, except for that one year where they were 1-15 and and the stupid Colts sucked for luck, uh, every year they're mediocre and they end up with a mediocre draft pick and then they squander it on something. Or when they had a chance to get someone like a Drew Brees, yeah. you know, one of the best quarterbacks ever, they're like, mm. no. And then when they had the chance to draft Aaron Rodgers, they were like, Mm, no, uh, I'm sure there's a lot of teams kicking themselves, but last time they had a really high draft pick, I think they got Ted Ginn Jr. Why did you have to bring that up? <laughs> it's just another in a long history of Dolphins picks that failed here and then moved on to another team and were successful. So uh, I'm assuming what will happen is they'll replace Tannehill. He'll go to another team and have a couple golden years and lead them to the playoffs. Hmm. Yeah, that's probably the best Tannehill can hope for. Yeah, I think you're right. Well, why don't we just go ahead and move on to our predictions? First up, Jets at Dolphins. <sighs> well, I assume we're going to have Brock in Brock Vember uh, continue leading the Dolphins. And the Jets, uh, I think they're only a game behind us at this point after we've dropped a whole bunch in a row. So, you know what? I think the Dolphins slide continues Unfortunately, I think the Jets win. I predict the Miami Dolphins will emulate their cetacean mascot and get high on pufferfish before the game. It will be slightly better than smoking the flacca like they have been doing the past month. Allegedly. Oh. <laughs> uh, old Coach Harris down there smoking that flacca. I think he could be right. Next up, Packers at Patriots. Hmm. Packers at Patriots. I think I know who will win, and that's going to be the New England Patriots. But I want the Packers to win so much that I'm going to pick them in hopes that I'm tempting fate. So Aaron Rodgers, don't let me down. Packers win. I predict that Tom Brady will beg Aaron Rodgers for a reach around. What? What's he reaching around like this? Oh, wait. Oh, come on. That's gross. <laughs> Next up. Raiders at 49ers. <sighs> That's a tough one. The 49ers aren't very good. But then again, John Gruden seems to be tanking the Raiders on purpose. I mean, what do they have? Like 14 first round picks coming up? So I'm going to go with the 49ers. You would think that the Raiders would be after San Fran's gold. But I predict that the Raiders will be the team giving up their booty. Oh, like, like pirate treasure. Right. Oh, yeah, let's go okay. with that. Mm-hmm. Moving on. Next up, Titans at Cowboys. Now, this is interesting because I believe the Titans just had a big trade that went through. Oh, really? I did not know that. They have picked up at the last minute Demarius Thomas from the Broncos uh, to give them a little extra bit of firepower and uh, you know on the Titans. So uh, I got to say, um, you know, the Cowboys also have a new receiver. 
I'm going to go with the Titans because the Cowboys can't seem to get out of their own way. And uh, they're over there in the NFC lease. So I'm going to go with Titans. Well, it's a Monday night game. And I predict that NFL fans will be well rested on Tuesday morning because no one is going to give a drizzling shit about this game that should be called the Toilet Bowl. It's true. I really couldn't have much less interest in that game. I really couldn't. Moving on. Uh, you know, uh, it's Halloween, Ryan. You and I have had a lot of great experiences in Halloween's past. Hell yeah. One of my favorite holidays, if not the favorite. Of course, it kind of fits your personality. They're all kind of spooky and mysterious. Um, thank you? Yeah, it's true. So, you know, when I was growing up, uh, I loved to go trick-or-treating, even though in Florida it rains every Halloween. I think it's some sort of rule. But, uh, you know, we didn't have a lot of money, Ryan, when I was growing up, so I ended up being Dracula. A lot, like five or six straight years. Uh, couldn't afford a costume. So I had that cape and I would just buy some fake teeth and some fake blood. Voila, Dracula. Oh, that's um, that's kind of sad. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, it's, it's kind of sad. I should I should stop bringing up the past. Well, what about you, Ryan? Uh, you probably had a lot of fun on Halloween as a kid. I did. I did. I remember uh, one time going around the neighborhood with a couple friends and, uh, you know, we had the original. The regular accoutrement. We had eggs, uh, shaving cream, you know, the whole nine yards. And a, uh, a cop in the little town where we grew up uh, pulled my friends and I over and were looking at all of our, uh, you know, weapons of destruction, and vandalism, if you will. Uh-oh. And uh, meanwhile, while that's happening, my mother and my sister pull up in their car right next to me. And I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to be in trouble or something. But but my sister yells from the passenger side, we just got done egging a house. <laughs> I'm like, oh Wait, my what? God. I'm over here talking to the police and you just egged the house? God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> How did that go over, Ryan? Did you uh, get a ticket, get arrested? What would happen? No, they just took our stuff and we had to walk around like some kind of hobos. <laughs> so just about like every other day. Yeah, like every other day. Yeah. And then there was that one time where I tried to make my own costume, right? And um, it was supposed to be pre-strobe, so I, I got like... Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I got a sheet and then another sheet and put it over that. And I thought I was looking all clergy-ish. And uh, it was supposed to have a cowl, you know, like a hood kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah, except um, I made it out of white sheets. And when I put the hood up... I found out I was accidentally, accidentally dressed as a Klansman. <laughs> uh, so, so you were accidentally a Klansman for the night. I'm sure that went over really well. Did you get a lot of strange looks? God damn, it was not intentional. I'm telling you. Uh-huh, I'm not like that. Uh-huh, uh-huh sure. Yeah, you're, you're from the South, but it's not like you're from Alabama. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Okay, that's good. But uh, I'll tell you what. Halloween as an adult is so much more fun. I don't know if you've heard of it, but uh, in West Palm Beach, uh, there is a, uh, like, a, they shut down part of the streets in downtown area, and they have what's called Moonfest. And oh, right. I remember going to it with uh, my sister a, couple, a few years back, uh, probably was right around uh, 
2001, 2002. And we were going around and my head was just on a swivel because there were so many like just lovely ladies walking around dressed all sexified, which I'm not trying to objectify women, but like I am a man and you know, that kind of stuff interests me. Uh, and I remember being in a, uh, my sister knew someone who lived downtown. And so we were at their place for like an after party. And there was this one chick dressed up. Like, I don't know what she was dressed up as like the spirit of summer or something. She basically was just wearing lingerie and she looked right at me and she was like, I'm going to fuck someone tonight. I'm like, Hey, I'm someone. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, so it turned out you had a happy ending to the day. That's great. Well, yeah, I, I guess uh, I guess my sister ended up dragging me out of there before anything fun could happen. But, uh, you know, oh. yeah. well, there you go. You uh, broke a rule right there and you went out partying with your sister. That's always a problem. I mean, that's what people do in Alabama. <laughs> uh, not like that. No, not like that. Oh. All right. Well, I mean, you are widely known as a party expert, Ryan. I hear you have some tips for everyone on how to stay safe and enjoy their party on Halloween. Oh, yes. Yes. I have tips for Halloween parties. Let's start. Oh, great. uh, Let's start with number five. If, If you go to a party that has a karaoke machine, don't be afraid to call it scaryoke over and over until someone wants to kick you in the dick and or vag. Wow, there's no way to be more popular than that. Great tip, Ryan. What else do you got for us? Don't let your girlfriend, who you have convinced that you don't smoke, catch you smoking with a host brother and then have one of the most awkward car rides home ever. That's very specific, Ryan. That wouldn't have applied happened to you like specifically, right? This is just in general. Yes, in general. I'm sure there were a lot of awkward moments with your ex-girlfriend. We've talked about that before, but I don't want to get you started on anything. So let's move on. Well, yeah, I think I think she still doesn't listen to the podcast, as do most people. Thank God. Yeah, both listeners are not your girlfriend. So yeah, yeah. but that could change. No, Um, don't be that guy who's flirting and making a cute girl a specialty liquor shop. While her boyfriend is in the next room singing a karaoke song dedicated to her. So, um, yeah, don't be. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) That is never a good idea, especially if the other guy is a bodybuilder or something like that. Uh, So I'm going to assume this happened to you. How did you resolve that? Did you get punched in the face? No, I got drunk with a hot chick dressed like sexy Hermione. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds great, Ryan. That's a great tip. Hey, what else you got? That's her problem. That's not my problem. (laughs) <laughs> All right, next tip, number two on our on our countdown from five to one. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and wear the same tasteless misogynistic costume for like nine years in a row. After a while, it stops being chauvinistic and starts getting funny. And then people just expect it of you every year and get disappointed when you dress up as something other than a man who will die alone in his darkened apartment that smells of mothballs. You must be referring to that breathalyzer costume, right, Ryan? I am you referring to the to breathalyzer it. costume. <laughs> uh, in case anyone has not seen it on uh, on Facebook or on our page, and uh, we're going to have to put up that uh, we're going to have to put up that photo, Ryan, so everyone can see it. Uh, Ryan is notorious, infamous, I should say, uh, for his traditional Halloween breathalyzer uh, costume, and uh, it says, uh, I think it says something like "blow here" or something like that. Oh yeah, it does. Of course, it does. Mm-hmm. To be fair. <laughs> I didn't. I did not cut a dick hole into it. 
I thought about it, but... That uh, was a good way to avoid being arrested. So that was another uh, great tip uh, right there. So, yeah, you know, they really loved it at the Elk Lodge. I'm just going to say that. You know? <laughs> oh, Ryan, you got to, you know, you got to you gotta play to the crowd. You got to play to the crowd. But all right. Well, what's your number one tip? Don't dress up like you're in the Klan, accidentally or otherwise. Not even <laughs> if you live in Alabama. Alabama! That is a great tip, especially nowadays. Uh, you might have gotten away with that as a cute, precocious child, uh, but trying to do it nowadays would uh, probably get you in a lot of trouble. I would I would deserve all the ass beating I got, yes. And, uh, you know, I loved going out trick-or-treating. I mean, if I could get away with it, I'd still do it now. Sure. And you know where I would candy. you know where I would hit up and uh, you know parents this is a tip. Now mm. the, the key is staying with your kids the entire time. But you know how you can find out how where all the uh, sex offenders are in your neighborhood. Sure, yeah, you go on those websites. They got a register or something. Yeah, yeah. I heard about that. Now uh, stay with me. You take your kids there. Stay with me. You know, have them trick or treat. Stay with me because you know. <laughs> that they're going to have the bomb-ass candy. Stay with them, because <laughs> they are looking for all the foot traffic that they can get. So, I mean, just don't let your kids out of sight, and they're going to have some bomb-ass candy. <sighs> Ryan, it doesn't... I mean, yeah, sure, I, I bet they probably do have great candy, but, you know, what about if they've got razors in there or, like, drugs hidden in the candy, and they're, you know, trying to, like, harm the children? Look, drugs are expensive. That's propaganda. <laughs> no one is going to give your kid edibles, not knowingly, anyway. Yeah, you know what? I guess that never really happens, Ryan. I guess that's just a uh, urban legend. You know, Dan, I actually have some thoughts on that. Really? You gotta be fucking kidding me. You gotta be fucking kidding me. Some people want to make a big deal about a war on Christmas or a war on Thanksgiving or a war on Arbor Day. That's all just bullshit to rile up the rubes. But there is an actual war on a holiday, and it's a war on Halloween, bitches. Seriously, this happiest time of year, for me anyway, is under assault from all sides of the cultural spectrum. You have fucking jackasses spouting the classics like, Ew, it's all about devil worship, blah, blah, Jesus. Jesus! Which is nothing new. Why? Is it because this is the one holiday Christians couldn't appropriate from the pagans? I'm looking at you, Easter. But nowadays, Halloween is also under attack from so-called liberals who want to excoriate any costume that may even be slightly perceived to be a microaggression against a group of people. Okay, I get the pushback against blackface. That's obvious. That's fucked up. But calling out guys who dress as an outlandish caricature of a woman and now he's a transphobic piece of shit? The fuck? Here's a friendly tip, and I say this as a friend. Being an easily offended little cunt does not make you a profound person. It just makes you an insufferable little cunt. And then there's these assholes who just want to eliminate the entire concept of fun. Chesapeake, Virginia has made it an actual crime for anyone over the age of 12 to go trick-or-treating. Who the fuck do you think you are, Chesapeake, you dirty whore of a town? I was going to research something fascinating about this shitty little Navy base suburb, but you are so goddamn fucking boring, I couldn't even find anything interesting to mock. So just go back to being the hometown of Alonzo Mourning, I guess. Fuck my hand, Pinky, first. You suck so hard, Chesapeake. 
Why do you think you can tell me, a grown-ass man, that I can't go around to my neighbors and beg for candy? I mean, I would buy some for myself, but then I'd just eat the entire bag and end up getting the sugar beaties and lose my damn foot. Fuck you for not caring about my health, you Mexico of Norfolk. And last, but certainly least, are the slut shamers trying to make women feel badly for dressing as sexy little minxes or what have you. If I understand anything about feminism, and my understanding is dubious at best, you shouldn't give women a hard time just because they want to let their freak flag fly in public once a year. And think of me, goddammit. This is the only time of year when a lonely middle-aged man can go and perv on some hot younger chicks and get away with it. Stop trying to keep me in my apartment watching cosplay videos on YouTube. I need to get outside for some fresh air, and a woman dressed as a sexy butterfly is just the thing I need to motivate me. Why am I so passionate about Halloween, even though I'm a man who isn't a flamboyant homosexual? It's because, like the members of the LGBTQ community, I've been made to feel ostracized and cast out in the past, and most days in the present. This is the holiday of the geeks and freaks, society's forgotten and misbegotten, and those who just like to get a little bit weird in public, even if it's just for one night. And if you want to take that from me and those who think like me, then you deserve to have someone shit in your yard and then TP your house and then use some of that TP to wipe their now shitty ass and then throw that shit paper onto your car windshield. And that's a brick of truth to your face, courtesy of the Angry Masons. You know, Ryan, uh, I've heard you go off on rants on a lot of things, but I have to say... I kind of identify with you on some of these here. I mean, who are those assholes in Chesapeake? That's some bullshit. 12 years old? I mean, some of my best trick-or-treating was 13, 14, 15. That, it seems like it should be unconstitutional. Exactly. That, the Chesapeake, Virginia, is that house that would give out little stacks of pennies for Halloween? Fuck you. Those are going (laughs) in your gas tank, you bitch. Uh, Or those assholes who would hand out, like, toothpaste you know or something like that oh my god ah those are the people who got the tp and the eggs i mean not that i did that not that i ever did that but somebody somebody probably probably should have and by the way uh any women out there that want to dress up as a sexy whatever for halloween uh you know don't stop you be you you be you and do what you have to do do it have fun with it (laughs) absolutely I couldn't trick or treat in high school. I wouldn't have this story. Um, I remember a good friend of mine. He discovered that, oh, if you spray WD-40 into a lit jack-o'-lantern, flames shoot out of its eyes. <laughs> well, yeah. And that's all fun and games until you happen to do it at a firefighter's house. <laughs> oh. He says, stop. Don't do that. And you keep doing it because you're obstinate. And then he wrestles you to the ground, takes the eggs out of your your sack and smashes them in your face and gives you a good yelling to see. Oh my. Well, that sounds a lot like uh, someone I used to know. Old Cooter Bob. No, no. Good friend of, of Cooter Bob though. But, uh, oh, okay. All right. All right. Well, it sounds like his type of people. So that's just what I thought as soon as I heard that. But uh, that sounds like something that may have scarred you for life. No, not me so much. I didn't get the eggs in the mush. <laughs> it sounds like a bad idea. So nobody do that. Yeah, please. Uh, I mean, unless you want hooks for hands, which I mean, I would think is terribly convenient. Have you ever thought about wiping your ass with a hook for a hand? And then how would you masturbate? I would, if I had hooks for hands, I would have the dirtiest ass and bluest balls on the planet. <laughs> well, maybe you had different attachments, you know, and uh, you could put different stuff on there. So then you could take care of whatever needs you have.
huh, you just changed my life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm going to get a can like, of WD-40 now. Um, yeah. So on that note, everybody, stay safe out there. Uh, you know, have a good time. But uh, I guess that's it for now. Make sure you come and visit us on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash angrymasons. Uh, check us out on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash angrymasons. Uh, don't forget, email angrymasons at catlever.com. Uh, and then uh, we're always available on Twitter at angrymasons. And you can catch us on Spotify and TuneIn Radio. That's right, Dan. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> Perfect. So everyone, have a great holiday. We'll Happy see you. Happy Halloween, suckers. <laughs>